King of Kings, we give you praise this very morning. Thank you for another glorious opportunity to be here. We pray, Spirit of God, that you minister to our hearts and our minds. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom revelation, the knowledge of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Is somebody in the house? If you are alive, slap your hands together and make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Let Corona know that it can't keep you quiet. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to thank God for another opportunity to come home. I was evangelist secretary from 2005 to 2007. Yes, uh, two years. It's only my time that I went for Northern Presbytery. The only time a coordinating branch went for Northern Presbytery with about eight VIP buses. And any time I stand before Nuji, I thank God for that very size and the miracles that happened. Amen. And I pray that in your time, you will do greater things in Jesus' name. I said I pray in your time, you will do greater things in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And so... This will be my 14th year of ministry in Nubjin. Since I left campus almost every year, I've been coming. Thank you for the privilege to be a blessing. And I know somebody's ready for this morning. Hallelujah. So our team is giving to prosperity. Thank you, Jesus. I'll be quoting a lot of scriptures. All I want you to do is to write them down and make sure that when you go, you read them. The problem with the church is that we don't want to learn. When you go for lectures and something is taught you don't understand, you want to see the TA for understanding. When you come to church and you don't understand, that is okay. When you go for lectures, you revise your notes. But when you come for church, no revision of notes. It's amazing how people give attention to timely examination than eternity. It's amazing. And I want you to know that life is an examination. The only syllable that is placed on the examination is the word of God. If you don't get the word, you may fail the examination. So it's appropriate that you study the word well so that you can pass life examination. Some of you, when you meet challenges of life, you want to go and see somebody. That is like copying in the examination room. Hallelujah. And so I pray for the grace to stay with the word in Jesus' name. Giving to prosperity. Giving to prosperity. Child of God, I want you to know that God wants his people to prosper. I hear a lot of people say, oh, prosperity, gospel, prosperity. Let me tell you something. Every gospel is prosperous. Prosperity is beyond financial gain. There are about five different dimensions of prosperity. We have Spiritual prosperity, that is a, your salvation, the foundation of all. We have intellectual prosperity, that is the prosperity of your mind. We have relational prosperity. Some of you, you are not prosperous in your relation. So you think that everybody do not like you. And in this life, you can have financial prosperity, but if you don't have relational prosperity, you can't go far. And that is why... As a student on this very campus, you must build very good networking because it's the same networking that will take you somewhere. Hallelujah. Then we have 
health prosperity, the bodily prosperity, before we have financial prosperity. So there are about five different dimensions of prosperity. And the gospel is prosperous because every good and perfect gift comes from above. So there is nothing like a, a prosperity gospel or whatever. Every gospel is a prosperity gospel. I'm not telling somebody here. As a matter of fact, the Greek word for save, sozo, or salvation, soteria, do not only mean that, it doesn't only mean deliverance, it also means prosperity. So God wants every child of his to prosper all around. And that is why the Apostle John will write a letter to Gaius in John and said, I wish above all things that the mayors prosper and be in good health even as I so prosperous. And I pray for somebody in this very meeting. May you prosper in the name of Jesus. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospers. I thought you would sound a very good enemy to that. Or you don't want that. When people talk about prosperity, people make their face some way. But when it is your birthday, and I said happy birthday, I wish you long life and poverty. You will look at my face and you will say, I've cursed you, is that not it? But anytime we t- I don't know how the devil has affected the mindset of people concerning prosperity. Over the years, Christianity was explained as a religion of poverty. If you are poor, you go to heaven. I tell you, a lot of rich people will go to heaven than poor people because if you are poor, your sins are many. Amen. If you don't have money, you want to find a kid to get money. If you don't have money, you want to lie. If you don't have money, when they call you, you don't want to pick their call. Some people, they are not in church because they don't have money. I cast the spirit of poverty out of your life in Jesus' name. I came here. Listen, I was a student like you on this very campus. Sometimes we ate sockets to eat. We were, we were, we were nutty leaders, but we were struggling. And nobody knew what we were going through because, you see, the little we have, we will give it to a member who is poor. And we, the leaders, we will not have. But there's a direction that has brought us to this dimension. We decided never to remain like that. It isn't because I've completed school and working. A lot of people have completed school, working, taking good salary, but they are still lacking and they are going through challenges. Thank God. The Lord is progressing some of us every day. May poverty... Live your life forever in Jesus' name. But poverty is not good. Because of poverty, when I was a child, if any, anyway, I didn't do that. But if any of my brothers go for meat in the soup, they say, you are a thief. You solely meat in the soup. But I grew up and realized that it wasn't because they were thief. It was poverty that was making our parents say that. Because when I grew up, I entered to some friend's house and I see their children, their mother will be crying, eh, look at all the meat in the fridge. When we cook, we don't eat. The meat is there. So it was poverty that was making our parents talk that way. Not true of us. I said, I cast poverty out of your life in Jesus' name. 
You know, a child of God, the truth of the matter is that there are some of you here, by God's grace, your parents have laid a good foundation for you. I have friends that when they completed university, their parents called them. And said, my son, my daughter, you have completed university. This is 100,000 Ghana City. Go and start life with it. But some of us, our parents were asking, when is your first salary coming? I pray for somebody in this very meeting. In the name of Jesus. Even if your parents will ask, you will not ask your children that question. I said, you will not ask your children that question. The Bible said that I've been young and now old yet. I've never seen a righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. The Bible said a righteous leave an inheritance for his children's children. I pray for somebody who will leave an inheritance for your children's children. Your great-grandchildren will thank God because of your life in Jesus' name. So God wants his people to be prosperous. In Psalm 35 verse 37, the Bible said, Let them shout for joy and let them continually say that the Lord rejoices in the prosperity of his people. The Lord rejoices in the prosperity. When you progress, God becomes happy. When you are increasing, God becomes happy. God do not want to see his children always mumbling, complaining, and do not have because he is an all-sufficient God. And he has created us in his image. He wants us to have every good and perfect gift. The Lord rejoices in the prosperity of his people. In Job chapter 36 verse 11, the Bible said, If thou obey and serve the Lord, thou will spend thy days in prosperity and thy years in pleasure. I pray for somebody, you will spend your days in prosperity. I pray for somebody, you will spend your years in pleasure in Jesus' name. As you shout your loudest, amen, you are taking hold of it in the name of Jesus. So Psalm 35 verse 27, let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Let them say forever, the Lord is magnified. The Lord has pleasure in the prosperity of his people. In Psalm 122 verse 7, he said, Peace be within thy walls, and prosperity within thy palaces. May peace be within thy walls. Hey, I hear somebody. I said, may peace be within thy walls. May prosperity be in thy palace in the name of Jesus. I pray for somebody. The Bible said, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree, and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. May you grow like a cedar in Lebanon. May you flourish like a palm tree. As you shout amen, you are connected to the oil that is lifting you from your poverty and from your struggle to your abundance in the name of Jesus. In Zechariah 170, the Bible said that my city shall prosperity be spread abroad. Listen to me. The gospel is free. But the means of transportation of the gospel is not free. Imagine you had asked me to come and preach here and I came and there were no sound here. By the time I leave here, you should give me about 10 packs of vitamin C to clear my voice. So the truth of the matter is that the gospel is free. But the medium of transportation of the gospel is not free. And so he said that by prosperity shall my city be spread abroad. Listen, the reason why people have started attacking tithes and giving in the church, most of those people are not Christians, so they are called people affecting the church mindset because they know that the church is becoming prosperous and that the church is becoming prosperous, they are doing more than enough. They are preaching the gospel. They are doing this. I follow some of the fathers to their crusades. And 
I hosted, by God's grace, I hosted Bishop Adinasari two years ago. And that crusade for about four days, we spent almost about four, five billion. That is 40,000, 50,000 for about four days. So you, the gospel, the means of transportation of the gospel, it's not free. And the Bible said that by prosperity, some my city be spread abroad. Some of you, if you become rich, evangelism will find meaning. And let me tell you something. All this prosperity we are speaking over your life, it's not for your selfish gain. It's because of the kingdom. It's not for your selfish gain. It's not just because you can go around and turn your cars and say, half cars. No. But the Lord knows that when it shouldn't prosper, the gospel will move on. And I pray for somebody in this very meeting. You may be born poor, but I pray for you in this meeting. Poverty is living your life forever in Jesus' name. I push you into supernatural abundance in the name of Jesus. Receive the iron now in Jesus' name. So God wants his people to prosper because of time. I'll give you some few scriptures. And one major way that the people can prosper is through giving. When we talk about prosperity, people start aiming. When we talk about giving, they start withdrawing. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to teach you why it is true giving. Or one major way is true giving. I didn't say the only way. Because the foundational way to your prosperity is your salvation. But the giving is a principle of life that every religion practices to see abundance. And so if you're a Christian, you think that, as for me, this thing they are talking about giving, they are talking about seeing, if they want money, let me tell you something. Nobody wants your money. If you don't give for the cause of the gospel, God can raise stones to do that. If you find yourself with the ability to give God something, See it as a privilege. Are you here, somebody? See it as a privilege. A young lady came to me some time ago, crying about a marriage, 33 years, a chartered accountant, do, do, do this, talk, talk, talk. I said, go and find a good offering. Just come and lay it on my altar and pray. The Lord will hear you. He looked at my face and said, Ah, some of these young pastors, they like offering, offering. Like, I, look, I look at her and say, you are insulting me in your mind. You bet, if you, listen, there are certain things, the key to it is not prayer. Prayer is not the only key. Just that almost all the keys will pray through prayer. Are you here? But it's not the only key. I said, if you like, do it. That is what I feel in my spirit. She came, laid on the altar, Gave the offering and prayed to God. When she was living, the Lord said, tell her, in six months' time, her life is changed. Her story is changed. I said, young lady, in six months' time, your story is changed. He said, Pastor, I've received a lot of prophecy and flattering. Please, you just say about two years, then I'll believe. I said, you don't even believe in this thing. I laid hand on her and said, go. Two weeks after I was there, midnight, the Lord said, call her and pray for her. I prayed for her two weeks after. In the next morning, a medical doctor was chasing her like the way a monkey has seen banana. I want to marry you in the next three months. Listen, some of these things are very important. Now, why give you, number one? 
the loss destroyed the world with flood. And after the flood, Noah went to thank God and gave God a good offering. I thought God was going to say, Noah, because of this sweet fragrance offering, mm, it's good, Noah. I thought because of this, God was going to say, Noah, you are blessed forever. <laughs> but God didn't say that. After God had appreciated the gift, he said, Noah, Genesis 8, 32, he said, as well as the earth remained, seed time and harvest time will not what? Cease. As well as the earth remained, seed time and harvest time will not cease. Do you know in Genesis chapter 1, I think verse 11, 12 downwards, the Bible said, he created every fruit-bearing plant, he created everything, and the seed of Everything that was created is in the fruit of it. And the fruit is also in the seed of it. Listen. As well as the earth remains, the seed time and harvest time will not cease. He didn't say as well as the earth remains, the seed time of plantain and cassava will not cease. He said seed time and harvest time. In this life, everything you receive is a fruit. Embedded in the fruit is a seed. What makes the enjoyment of that fruit a lasting? It's not the fruit itself, but the seed in it. Think about it well. If I come here with an orange fruit, you may say this is an orange fruit, but that orange fruit that I'm carrying is an orange farm. Today, I wanted to bring you to come and ask you the question to get the answers. It's an orange farm. There's a seed that can be planted. It can produce only one tree. But you can get hundreds of oranges on it. Those seeds can be planted. You can get a mini farm. Those seeds can be planted. You can get what? A big farm, a commercial farm. Seed time and harvest time. You believe in the planting of cassava, and you believe in the planting of maize, and you believe in the planting of plantain for harvest, but you don't believe in the planting of money. But the seed of every fruit is in the fruit. And the fruit is in the seed. Read Genesis chapter 1 verse 11 to 13 very well. I hear somebody. Now that was one in context was talking about the plants there. But let me tell you, when you go to Genesis 8.32, he didn't talk about plants too. He said that seed time and harvest time. If you start sowing clothes, clothes doesn't become a difficult thing for you. Even that one, if you sowed used one, you get most of used one. But because God do exceedingly abundant once in a while, you get some new ones. I'm about to tell somebody here. See time and have a sign. We will not cease. Let me tell you, child of God, it includes money. It includes what? In another context, Jesus was putting it in the New Testament and said, the good measure of press that shake together and run over and comes onto your bosom. So you must think that, look, if I start today, with an, one orange fruit, and I become consistent, by 10 years' time, I have a big farm. I started on this very campus. My chalk money, I will use it to give an offering. And I'll be working on this campus like a mad person. Sometimes you eat, sometimes you don't eat. You are fine. I was giving. I remember one day I went for a program at CCC, and Reverend Studalaba was preaching. But then I had gone for my money for projects. My father even didn't get all for me. He got some parts and said, go by faith. My father is a man of faith. He said, go by faith. 
child of God. I was in a meeting. It was my birthday. I saw Reverend Supreme. said, there's somebody here. Today is your birthday. A year by this time, you'll not be in the country. I didn't think about it, whether it was my project money or not. I just took everything in my pocket and laid it on the altar and left my way. When I came to my host, I said, Then my flesh was telling me a lot of things. I said, no, I don't mind. Those days, Pajo was the platform for prayer. I went there, did some firing and came back. I said, it is well. Could you imagine that this, the following year, I got to Europe for a project, and the third day after I arrived was my birthday. Some of the things you do, it doesn't look wise, so, but when the results come, that is when you appreciate. About four days ago in the midnight, I was there. I was reading a book on prosperity. But one, one of the puppets coming up, Greatly in the nation, Apostle Adongo's book. Then he made some declarations in those books. It was left with my last wife and on my phone. Don't think where we have got it to sometime. We, we, listen, me, I'm always doing projects, so money doesn't stay. Then I took the last 500. I went to my phone and come back. Second time, I went to my phone. Said, hey. This 500 is going. Third time, I just took it. I showed it to him. I sent him a message. I said, Papa. This one there, small money, take it as a seed. Then he declared and said, receive harvest. That same night, it was the last four days night, the following night, around the same time, 12, one of my sons called me. And you know what? He sowed a seed that was 10 times, 11 times, it was $1,000, which is about 11 times the 500 I sowed. Seed time and harvest time will not what? Cease. Number two, you are giving. Why giving? Number two, you are giving. It's a proof of good stewardship and faithfulness. If you are giving, you are telling. Listen, everything God gives to you in this life is not for you alone. He said, occupy till I come. Is that not it? Occupy till I come. In this life, everything that comes to your hand, I said, it's a fruit. And better than a fruit, is a seed. If people show you love, it's a fruit. Sow the seed of love to people. If people sow kindness, it's a fruit. Sow out of it the seed of it to people. One day you reap. It's the same concept that you have to understand that everything God gives to you is not for you alone. And so everything that comes to your hand, sometimes, so many times, or every time you must ask God, is it for me alone? Or is it supposed to pay somebody's seeds? Or is it supposed to feed somebody? Some of you, when you get some money, you start jumping and you start chopping everything alone. The truth of the matter is that if you receive and you are giving, you are telling God that or you are, you are letting God understand that you are not selfish with whatever he gives to you and whatever he gives to you is for the kingdom. And every good and faithful servant is multiplied. So the more God gives to you and the more you are able to distribute it wisely, God sees you as a good and faithful servant and he multiplies it. Is it understood? So it's a proof of good stewardship. When God gives to you, you must come to a point in time where God can trust you that, look, as for my son or my daughter, everything I give to him or her is for the kingdom, not for a selfish gain. If I got, God, I mean, takes pleasure in you, improving your personal life and other things, that one is good. But it should be well distributed. So, number two, it's a proof of stewardship. Let me run this very fast. Number three, 
It is your way to prosperity. Because if you plant and you are harvesting, if you plant and you are harvesting, you are increasing your, your band. So it is your way to prosperity. Now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 9, downwards, he said, He that giveth a seed to the sower and bread for food. So who gives you that seed? It's God. Is that not it? Everything you have, who gave it to you? If you are giving it back to him, is it a problem? He that giveth a seed to the sower and bread for food. The same God, number one, will supply. Now, he gives a seed to the sower and bread for food. Listen to me. Most of the times, the breakthrough you receive immediately after your seed is naturally not harvest. It is called bread for food. It's called what? So some of you will show some thousand Ghana saying, go and see two thousand Ghana. It's not your harvest. Your harvest will come later. It's bread for food. In other words, God say, let me settle you with this to wait for your harvest. So he that gives the seed to the sower and bread for food, the same God, number one, supplies the seed you sow. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 9 and 10. He said, the same God will supply the seed you sow. Number two, he will increase the fruit of your righteousness. Number three, you are bound in every good works and you are bound in thanksgiving also. Number four. So he supplies, he multiplies the seed. Number two, number three, increase the fruit of your righteousness. Number four, you are bound in every good works. Number five, you are bound in thanksgiving. Oh, number now says it. Why? Because you are a giver. The lines are falling for you in your pleasant places. Some of the scriptures, we don't just quote them, no. It comes with keys for manifestation. So these five major blessings come to you. And you can't be poor if these major blessings are coming to you. He said, let them shout for joy. They that favor my righteous cause. In other words, every body that is pushing my righteous cause should know that I take pleasure in his soil prosperity. Start small, small. Some of us started small, small. One city, ten city. But don't remain there. Don't remain there. Last month, last year, in November, the church had harvest. And, I mean, usually we don't hit that amount. But after the harvest, I just thought in my heart, take all the foreign currencies and sow them. My flesh was trying to reject. I said, no. All the foreign currencies that was in it was $2,500. I picked them. I said, don't even take $1 out. Picked them out, went to sow them. Immediately, I left the father's office. After sowing that seed, I had a call. I said, Apostle, please, how are you? I said, I'm fine. He said, Why are you? I said, Oh, I'm in Accra. I was leaving Bishop Ajahn Sabi's office. I said, I'm in Accra. Accra. He said, Yo, come, come. If you're in Accra, come. I have a good, good deal for you. The man offered to me a set of instruments plus a bus, something that should have cost me 100,000 Ghana City. I paid only 37,000 for it. Should have, by God's grace, I have not bought anything at original price. No. Imagine, I bought my first Highlander, I bought it 11,000 Ghana City. No! I'm a giver. Yes, hey! And I started many years ago. Some of them I'm not harvesting. What I'm doing now, the what I'm getting out of it is bread for food. In the future, I'll get a harvest. 
And some of you, and listen, when you sow, you sow with your friend, and your friend comes and he said, Italy, I broke it through the harvest. Well, the money I sold you, they say, oh God, why me? No, forget. Don't say why me. The truth of the matter is that all the seed that will be sown here, some will be annual, some will be annual, some will be perennial. The annual ones, say, oh God, I saw 2,000, and somebody just saw 50 seed and sharing testimony. Don't worry, it's annual. By the time your harvest comes, you have finished chopping it. In the perennial one, when it starts coming, you harvest it every year. Every year. May you sow a perennial seed in Jesus' name. I prophesy to about 200 people in this house. May you sow perennial seed in the name of Jesus. Some of you will give some offerings today. That will turn your stories around in the name of Jesus. Listen, some of you think you have money. You don't have anything. You have not seen money yet. I remember when we were in campus, I want to check my account with a friend. And when I got there, there was 200 Ghana cities, those days 200,000 Ghana in my account. And I was happy. <laughs> I was happy. I've got 200,000 Ghana My friend was, was sad. I said, why? He said, oh, my money is coming down. I said, oh, why? We were talking. Uh, then the paper, he used to check the account fell down. And I picked it for him. I said, go. But you, you are sad with this. Me and her 200 Ghana said I'm happy. Do you know the amount I was on it? I said those days, 82 million. A student. I release you to your next level in the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I release that grace to give upon your life in the name of Jesus. Now listen, the apostle calls in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, he calls it the grace of liberality. Giving is a, is a special grace. Not everybody is able to do it easily. And that word, liberality, is the same word we take liberation from. It means your giving liberates you. Time will not permit me. I've left the nose. I'm, maybe another time will continue. And let me share with you this few testimony that you can give. Your giving liberates you. And your giving connects you to grace. The Bible says God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you have sufficiency in everything. So giving connects you to grace. He's able to make all, every giver, the Bible says that all grace, it means that he has academic grace, financial grace, health grace, all grace. How much is all? All is all. May God make all grace abound towards you in Jesus' name. I know what I'm preaching. Somebody sitting there has covered GH or yes, I know. Yes, I also started that way. But when we understood it, some of our friends who understood earlier had taken the lead. Listen, if you were born into a pit like some of us, start early. But if you think you were born onto a hill and so you have the money you don't need to give, I tell you. Another name of money is currency. It's called what? It's called what? What's the meaning of currency? Do you know currency means flow? Or you don't know? It means flow. It means that the thing was made to flow. Now, anything that was made to flow, if it doesn't flow, what happens to it? It gets stagnant and smells. Anything that's supposed to flow, if it doesn't flow, it gets stagnant and smells. So the money, if you don't, do not allow it to flow, it will get stagnant. And it will smell. 
And your life will begin to smell. So I start telling you what is happening. Your chisel hand made it so. The apostle lifestyle. Oh, that's me any money. Even if one city I'll take. The truth of the matter is that this thing is spirit. And we call it blood. You can't control it with your physical strength. So anytime you are giving to God, you say you are the Lord over this for me. I give it to you as the provider so that you can always provide. I give it to you so that when I have it, no fast spirit can mess up with me. I give it to you because in my family, the spirit of the family fight this. But when I give it to you and you are the Lord, no demon can fight with you, Lord. I, I get you what I'm saying. Start practicing unusual giving from now. Now, shortly, let's talk about some types of giving that you must practice. Number one is your titan. Titan. Some of you don't like titan. Listen, titan is not an Old Testament concept too. Titan began before the law. It started from Abraham. Abraham tithed. We are the children of Abraham. We must tithe. Forget about certain mindset people are creating for you. Child of God, listen to me. Those of you who are speaking against titan. Some of them, they pay their tithe to the fetish priest. Some of them pay their tithe to occultic authors. They go there. And they give the best to the occultic authors. They know how to sacrifice on their altar. Then they come and affect your mindset not to sacrifice on your altar. So don't let anybody ambiguate your mindset on Titan. Number two are special offerings and sacrifices. These are monies beyond measure you give to God. Because of time, I may not give scriptures. Let me run. Two like that. Like some of you like this. Today, if you had gone to church, you would have given some 20 CD, 10 CD, 5 CD as an offering. But today you can't give. It's a special offering. It's a sacrifice you are making. Some of you will empty your account today, whether you like it or not. By fire, by 10, especially by earthquake. Especially by earthquake, you, you, you release. That one, yeah, it's normal. So, child of God, special offerings. This special offering. We are calling... 5,000, that's the only money in your account. You give. And you trust God. And say, God, I give because you are the provider of this money. I know you can give it back to me. Number three, you need to practice prophetic offerings. Listen, there should be a particular man of God who speaks into your life. Once a while, you take an envelope and you go and give it to him. The Bible said that believe in his prophets and you shall be established. Everybody here, there should be a father in your life. Whoever minister be, there is a particular voice that speaks into your life. Once a while, he knows you're a student. You can take some 20 cities, 50 cities, and go and connect. Me, I showed to my father, so I have fathered. I was raised by Dr. Abu Ofe. I am fathered in ministry by Bishop Adi Nasari. I stayed with Dr. Abu Ofe. I have everybody, my personal ministry tight, go to Dr. Abu Ofe. Church ministry tight, go to Bishop Adi Nasari. And my personal round, round things. There's some special prophet around. I, I saw. Are you getting what I'm saying? There should be a prophet in your life, a voice, somebody you respect the anointing. Once a while, go even with 20 seed. Say, man of God, please, I, came, I brought a seed. I release a seed. If I'm walking, I meet any of the purpose. In, if I'm traveling, I meet any of the purpose on airport. Even if it's 100 seed, I'll give it to them. I'm traveling. I see maybe a bishop or any of the bishops. I know that and present the seed. I know about that. That is something that we Presbyterians have not learned. In Prebby, now everybody is becoming Ubiya, Ubiya. Because we need to transfer. Into all your listen, in the kingdom, 
You can have classmates, but in the kingdom, there's nothing like grace mates. You must respect grace. I tell you, you must respect grace. So there should be prophetic offering. My time is almost up. Eh? There should be offering, uh, giving to the poor. It's also another thing. And the weak. If you lend to the poor, the Lord says, you lend to me. My time is up, but I've given you the whole summary of prosperity in the Bible. And I pray for you. You walk in prosperity. Some of you, by the next 10 years, you buy 10 buses to a man of God and say, use it for crusades. Some of you, by the next 20 years, you ask moderator, please, how many churches are you trying to build this year? He said, oh, I'm trying to build 100. Give 20 to me. And now the side of Pentecost, they do. There are people who decide to build churches. May that grace fall upon your life. I said, may that grace fall upon your life. Receive the oil of prosperity. May you multiply on every side in the name of Jesus. May you increase on every side in the name of Jesus. I pray for somebody after this very morning service. Every financial struggle in your life has lost its battle. It is defeated forever. Come on, shout, I am anointed. Shout, I am prosperous. Shout, I am increasing. Shout, I am multiplying. Say, my life is never the same. After this service, in the name of Jesus, lift your two hands, everybody. The oil of prosperity fall upon your life. Increase on every side. Thank you, Spirit of God. I cast any attack of premature death. In the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Anybody and the devil has started threatening your dreams. I cast that demon in the name of Jesus. And I release you from that trap of the enemy by the power of the Holy Ghost. I declare, all of you will complete school in the name of Jesus. Anything that tries to hunt you to terminate, you are the case. I cast that spirit by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. On my right hand here, I cast every side that spirit. It cannot happen in Nupchi. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will favor your cause. The Lord increase you. The Lord multiply you. Be lifted from grace to grace. Be lifted from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus. And I declare, increase in averages. Increase. 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 May you complete with better classes. Better classes. Better classes. Receive a divine lift in your average. Receive a divine lift in your average. May your academics turn to another dimension. Having encountered this grace today, your life is never the same. In Jesus' name, amen.